Right now, time to talk all things movies. Popcorn. Chop tops. And the latest releases. Let's go to the movies with Shane A. Bassett. Yeah, Thursday, new movie day and movie analyst Shane Bassett joining me on the phone to talk all things new movies. Uh, the highly anticipated movie, I feel like it's been uh, hyped up for at least a year. It's called June. It's a remake of like an 80s movie, I believe, Shane Bassett. And it's finally dropped. Everyone is talking about it and singing its praises. And I don't agree with that. Uh, it's highly anticipated. Yes, it's been long delayed, uh, about a year, as you say. It's a science fiction epic based on books that are very popular. It was a movie in the 80s. Uh, the movie flopped in the 80s. Uh, it was a television show, a miniseries. Uh, that was quite popular, I believe. And there was a game that you were mentioning too, which I did not know about. So June has a huge following. And this movie is dazzling, I've got to say. Look, it's really concise filmmaking. It's got an all-star cast. Mm. But there's so much to take in, Allo. It's world-building, it's character development, which is fine, but there's, it just gets straight into it and there's so many long patches where nothing happens it just took me out of the film you just wanted an action-packed red-blooded thriller shane bassett i do love drama brooding dramas but when you're in space and you're getting like space politics with people discussing uh between themselves what's wrong and what's right with no action i mean you've got to be really into the june books i think Otherwise, it's a little too complicated. My wife, the fastest way to write off a movie is it for it to be in space. She, she does not like space <laughs> movies at all. Would your wife like to watch Jason Momoa, though? Yeah, probably. She, yeah. She's in, he's in it. Uh, it's an all-star cast. You know, Timothy Chalamet and Oscar Isaac, uh, Zendaya. Good cast. but And they're, they're, the, they're the people that kept me in there. But honestly, it was a slog to watch. But on the big screen... It looks beautiful, so it's a sit-on-the-fence kind of movie for me. Yeah. How many buckets of popcorn are you giving the brand-new one, June? Right on the fence. Two and a half buckets out of five. Now, there is also another movie in cinemas. Let me see if I can pronounce this right. Encanto? Encanto, yes. The new Disney animated family film. Now, Disney have been on a roll lately, I think, uh, and this one is just as good as anything I've seen in a long time. Very funny emotional, has a great soundtrack from Lin-Manuel Miranda and it's just a story of, of a, a girl who's from a really big family and everyone in her family has a gift, some kind of magical gift except her and she sort of finds out why. She's a black sheep of the family, a bit of an outcast but then things develop and she really does connect to the rest of the family. It's beautiful. It's going to be a big hit over the Christmas holidays. Shano Bassett, uh, so how many buckets of popcorn are you giving this one? Oh, four. Four out of five. Loved it. Love it. You love a good kids movie. Yeah. If they're made well and they're funny and, and you know, keep you alert and the songs are good, you know, it, it had everything for me. Yeah. Uh, also, I've noticed that uh, all the all the Christmas movies are popping up on all the streaming services. Watched Jingle All the Way last night. Had a good laugh with uh, good old school Arnie. Uh, Jingle All the Way is is terrific. I, I love uh, movies like Home Alone, yeah. Christmas Vacation, Love Actually. Uh, what about Die Hard? Do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, yes, Alan? I'm sitting here waiting for you to bring up Die Hard. It's December <laughs> 2 when I've already watched the first four Die Hard movies already. <laughs> That's incredible. See, I've seen them all, but have not watched them all recently except that first one, which to me is a Christmas movie. It's an action film, mm. definitely. An adventure film, definitely. But it's a Christmas movie. It's on Christmas Eve. 
John McLean's wife's name is Holly. Yeah. There's Christmas music all the way through oh, it's it. Christmas, it kind sure. of snows at the end after everything explodes. <laughs> But the second movie is very Christmassy as well. It's very Christmassy. The third one, they have a couple of references to Christmas, but it's you could take it or leave it. Fourth yeah. movie, definitely not a Christmas movie, but definitely is a good movie. Fifth movie, and eh, let's just not talk about that. I got a chance to interview Jai Courtney once and asked him about that Die Hard movie, and he told me that he mentioned to Bruce Willis on the set, if you're going to do another Die Hard movie, come to Australia. Do it in Sydney. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think that'll happen. It'd be like Mission Impossible 2. Oh, hopefully it's better than that. <laughs> Shadow Bassett, thank you so much for talking all movies, all things movies today, and uh, we'll catch up with you same time, same place next week. I wait, bye for now. Man itself, Mr. Trevor Long, mayortm.com. Morning, Trevor. We're only a couple of weeks out from Christmas, and I'm struggling for gift ideas for the fam. Please tell me there's some good uh, electric, electronic, electrical gifts around. I don't know even how to say it. That's my trouble. Gadgets, gadgets. That's gadgets, what you want to talk about. It? Gadgets for sure. And you know what? I, I think there's never been a better time. It's a kind of cliche thing to say, but uh, uh, with prices these days, like you look at things like smartphones have come down, even though the most expensive ones are still really expensive. Yeah. The quality that exists in the, in the mid range is still amazing. But I'll tell you that the best um, uh, gift that spans all price ranges is headphones. Uh, I, I did a test yesterday of 15 different in-ear headphones mm. ranging in price from $89 up to 400 And I was blown away by every single one of them. And I think that's what's awesome here is as long as you appreciate that you're getting uh, bang for your buck, value for money, um, you're not going to get a $400 sound from $90. There's some excellent headphones at every price point, you know. So if you can if you can stump up $150, $200, that's the sweet spot for a, a set of headphones. Yeah. Um, and in-ear headphones now are one of the best and most widely available products because there has been a lot of supply problems with uh, with tech over this year. But fortunately, headphones uh, looks like uh, getting out of that one. Obviously, you know, speakers are the same. You know, there's some great Bluetooth speakers out there. The other thing is I feel like we're less... Um, uh, it's less negative to give vouchers because if you go to a like a supermarket these days, they have a voucher for literally everything. There's a voucher for Xbox. There's a voucher for PlayStation. There's a voucher for Google. There's, it's just so crazy how many vouchers there are that you can find the one that essentially suits the individual, right? So if your wife has a Spotify subscription or your wife has an Xbox, then you can get the one that suits. So it does, mm. it's a bit more thought than just giving them a $50 Visa card. I like it. I, I mean, it used to be frowned upon, but now it's kind of like this is Spot a safe on. bet because you can get something you actually want. Well, think about think about Netflix and Stan and those kind of things. Yeah. Those are monthly costs, right? So if you know someone that's paying 10, 20, 20 bucks a month for Stan, you give them a $100 Stan voucher and you've just saved them, you know, five, six months of their costs. Yeah. So it's an awesome gift for someone that actually uses the product. Now, you did mention right at the start of this chat, mobile phones have never been more affordable. Uh, I've, I know I've, I've raved about my Google Pixel a bunch of times, but one of the things I love about it is the fact that it actually blocks spam incoming callers. Now, Telstra are blocking uh, spam text messages, finally, from an actual telecommunications point of view. That's right. And the text message scams were one of the biggest problems this year. Delivery has been missed. You know, you've got yes. a Centrelink payment, ATO, whatever it is. There's been a lot of scams out there this year. And so Telstra have worked with the government to ensure that they have the permission, essentially. Because, look, Telstra probably gets billions of SMSs through their network. They've got to be careful they don't block legitimate ones. And I think there will always be the odd false positive. So they've got the authorization to push this test through. They've, they're testing it at the moment with their staff, but it won't be long before they roll it out across the country early in the year. So we'll get less 
scam text messages in uh, 2022. But a warning, uh, political parties can still message you. That's not scam, that's not spam, that's just ridiculously allowed under the legislation. I so nothing we can do about that. week or so. We've got a number of those messages. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's ridiculous that political parties are exempt from the Spam Act, so you can't unsubscribe from any of those. And with a federal election next year, expect that to be a real problem. Yeah, we saw that in our local election in the last week or so. Uh, and yeah. before we wrap up, Trev, I know you've been dancing in your room to a bit of Tay-Tay. Um, oh, I didn't know. No, I didn't know who Tay-Tay was, but I didn't know who Kid Leroy was. Although when I heard the song, I you know I recognised it. One of those ones yeah. that's a bit of an earworm. But yeah, Spotify's most streamed uh, artist this year, Taylor Swift. Um, Driver's License, the number one most streamed song at 1.1 billion streams. Yeah, How's Olivia that Rodrigo. perspective, right? That is a lot of streams. Yeah. Uh, Ed Sheeran up there as well. So you know the big artists doing very well out of the streaming platforms and, and little artists as well. So streaming just a huge part of our lives today. For all things tech, Mr. Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Make sure you hit up his website for some Christmas gift ideas and much, much more, Trev. Cheers. Talk to you next week. Right now, joined by Federal Member for Parks, Mark Colton on the phone. Mark, only a couple of weeks out for Christmas. Please tell me you got all your Christmas shopping done. Oh, no, Ella, I haven't. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we have a secret Sandra in our uh, extended family, and so the person I've got, um, you know, he's one of these fellows that's got everything. Oh, so, yeah. I was actually thinking of getting him penicillin, but anyway, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> is that to deal with the family Christmas, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Mark, obviously uh, you're out and about travelling a lot. It would make it hard to buy presents for your family in that particular circumstance. I've seen you've been up in Coonabarabran and places like Kula this last week or so. Yeah, so Kula, uh, Dunny Duke um, and, uh, and Coon are just catching up. Look, we've visited a couple of the men's sheds, yeah. uh, caught up with uh, look at some of the projects... Uh, that uh, have been funded and partnered with local councils. Uh, it's been good. Uh, so uh, up to Canamble today, uh, catch up with a couple of meetings and uh, looking mm. at progress projects up there as well. But all been overshadowed by the by the very wet summer. And yes. uh, you know, most of the communities um, in in my electorate have been impacted by the by the heavy rain and floods. In Coola, they were telling me that they're estimating over 300 kilometres of fences got washed away in one particular storm one night. And, wow. uh so, um, you know, at the moment we've got plenty up the top end of my electorate. Uh, Mungandai is, uh, is expecting, a, 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 you know, a very bad flood. Um, we've, we've seen um, uh, water going down the Nemoy and the Bow and towards Walgett and places like that. So that's sort of been over, overshadowing uh, everything else that's going on. Yeah, well, there's definitely um, there's definitely statewide flooding and, and also national, like East Coast Australian flooding. Uh, my parents lost a lot of their farm fences as well, and they're not even close to us here. They're way down on the Victorian border, so uh, it's definitely been a problem uh, across the state. Yeah, and I think it's just a, uh, as we lead up to Christmas and with the with the forecasts, um, uh, they've been uh, stunningly accurate uh, as yeah. to what's going to happen, and so. Uh, we, uh, you know, we just need to understand that if you know if we have a heavy lot of rain over one night, um, then we can expect to see, you know, creeks and gullies and rivers rise very quickly because of the saturated nature of the soil. So, uh, I think we just need to be on a little bit more high alert than we normally would uh, over this uh, coming period. But um, uh, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, but it's uh, it, it is impacting not only the grain harvest, but it's starting to impact a lot of the roads and. Uh, We've seen sort of quite a bit of road damage and uh, damage to bridge approaches and the like. Now, Mark, I hear you've got some good news in regards to live music. Yeah, so uh, there's another round of the live music grants available, and uh, in the in the uh, the previous round, there was two venues in um, my electorate that 
uh, got it, and one was at Narrabri, the Tourist Hotel, but uh, here in Dubbo, the Garden Hotel uh, received a grant to uh, basically upgrade their power supply so that uh, they would have the you know, necessary um, uh, high, you know, the power you would need to have a, a, a concert you know, or a play, you know, live music playing at the yeah. back of their pub. So, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure everyone else is, is when uh, it's going to be possible to have those um, live music venues going because they're the sort of things that keep a community going. You know, Sunday afternoon at the local pub listening to a, a band play, um, it's, uh, it's a pretty good way to... You know, to get to know your neighbourhood and, uh, and and relax, and it's also important that we support uh, our local musos because they've had a shocking time for the last Absolutely. two years. And, uh, um, you know, if any of the venues uh, think that they could apply for one of these uh, small grants to help uh, them be in a better position to stage live music events, I'd encourage them to apply. And Mark, you're done for sitting in Parliament for the year. Yeah, so I uh, finished up last week. Uh, yeah, I drove back to Dubbo late Thursday night of last week after we, we sat. And uh, so, yeah, I'm you know, on the road now until uh, we go back in February, basically just catching up on the ground with people um, mm. that uh, I haven't been able to do for the last couple of years. Busy man. Busy, busy man. Federal Member for Parks, Mark Colton. Uh, we will catch up with you uh, one last time for the year just before Christmas. And now I'll ask you the question again when we get there, Mark, if you finished your Christmas shopping or not. All right. I've, uh, well, I've, you've, you've prompted me to be a little bit more uh, <laughs> focused on it. <laughs>